Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. The Simpsons debuted in 1989, and from then until now, it has continued to go on and on and on and on, through not only writing crew changes, but cast and even network changes as well. In short, the show has flip-flopped more times than Zoidberg's broken slinky in Futurama, and just like that slinky, it has a tendency to catch fire. I'm Ewan, you're watching What Culture, and here are 10 changes The Simpsons hoped you wouldn't notice. Number 10. Carl's voice changes over the years. All the way back in season two, a small error takes place. After an embarrassing event at a water park in which Homer gets himself wedged inside of a water slide, he vows to go on a diet and lose weight. This leads to his discovery of Marge's painting skills in a brush with greatness. However, it also causes havoc for the local donut delivery man. When he wheels his cart into the nuclear plant's rec room, he asks about Homer, noting that the donuts are starting to pile up. He is told that Homer is on a diet, causing him to panic. However, who tells him this is where the confusion truly lies. You see, Carl Carlson is standing in the room stirring his coffee, and he answers the delivery man yeah, Homer Simpson went on a diet. in Lenny's voice. In the early days of The Simpsons, the extras and additional characters were not nearly so defined as they are now. Voices tended to swap about a little bit, although this particular incident stands out from the bunch as Lenny and Carl are always shown together in most scenes, so retroactively speaking, it is jarring to hear the wrong voice coming out. Number 9. The newer animation is way less expressive. One of the biggest telltale signs that The Simpsons has gone downhill has been the change in animation. Everyone who loves the golden age of the show will tell you that part of why it's so charming is that the animation wasn't always perfect. You'd get funny faces or poses, and that in itself added to the charm of it all. The older animation could also be way more expressive. Compare and contrast the show's intros, for instance. The older one has way more personality. There's more movement. Now, compare the shot from the newer intro. Marge rotates her head like she's been sent back in time by Skynet. There's nothing there. It's just pants. It's impossible not to notice the difference in animation, but one thing that the show clearly hoped no one would pay attention to is the fact that, less sophisticated or not, the earlier style of animation was a more immersive and engaging depiction of television's most famous family. Number 8. 
Homer, I'm only 81. Mr. Burns' age is one of the ongoing jokes in The Simpsons, with many different takes on how old he really is. Lisa once finds an image of a Colonel Burns during the American Civil War, to which he responds that he hadn't heard his father's name in years. He was also represented on an old wooden carving, terrifying young children sometime in the early 19th century. He is frequently called Springfield's oldest citizen. So, with this being the case, the fact that he made a point of telling Homer in Season 2, Samson and Delilah seems to have been quietly ignored and forgotten by the writers. 81, in today's society, is not the truly ancient age that we might have thought it was when we were but toddlers, so for him to be only 81, it doesn't really fit with all the old age jokes bandied about. Hey, look, I know, this is extreme itchy and scratchy xylophone energy, and the joke is way worth the cost of continuity, but maybe it wasn't the wisest idea to nail down Mr. Burns' age so early on. Number 7. Moses Lacks Original Voice Actor Mo is one of the longest-running characters in The Simpsons, appearing from the first season onward and remaining one of the key characters on the show today. Though his character has gone through many changes, he has gone from a dive barman to a successful barman to a model for barmen to simply a depressed, suicidal barman Ish. one thing that has always been consistent is Hank Azaria's voice. What has it been? Christopher Collins had portrayed Mo in his first appearance all the way back in Simpsons Roasting on an Open Fire. He also voiced Mr. Burns in this episode. However, Hank Azaria was brought in and replaced Collins as Mo. The producers at the time said that the performance itself was fine, but Collins was not the easiest person to work with. His voice as Mr. Burns was left in the episode though, which marks a rare version of Burns without Harry Shearer voicing him. Number 6. That time Phil Hartman voiced Fat Tony. Joe Mantegna is Fat Tony. In fact, Joe Mantegna might fight you if you try to say otherwise. He based the voice of the gangster on a member of his own family and has often jokingly referred to himself as fiercely territorial of the character. So this makes the switch in the voices all the stranger. Yet there certainly is a reason. Showrunners Bill Oakley and Josh Weinstein were huge fans of Phil Hartman and wanted to give him as much to do as possible on the show whenever they could. The episode A Fish Called Selma was written to feature Troy McClure in a larger role so that Hartman would be able to dominate the episode in terms of voice time. Jeff Goldblum also guest stars as McClure's agent and had to re-record his lines because the episode ran over long. That's how much they wrote for Hartman. But there also seems to have been a cheeky attempt to give him even more to do in the episode. In the scene where Troy McClure enters the DMV, the other characters react to his appearance. Specifically, they comment on the rumors surrounding his fish fetish. It's Fat Tony who begins to explain what this means, only to be cut off. But the fun fact? Mantegna did not voice Tony in this scene. That's Hartman talking about his other character, Troy. Number 5. Snowball 2 or 5. I do Robot appears in The Simpsons' 15th season, so well within that period I like to call the unending darkness. In this episode, Lisa's cats are rapidly offed one by one. She finally receives a kitten from the crazy cat lady who she accepts. Rather than dub her Snowball 5 though, she christens her Snowball 2 to avoid all the confusion. At which point Principal Skinner walks past, commenting that this is a bit of a cheat. Lisa responds, I guess you're right, Principal Tamzarian. Now, The Principal and the Pauper is often cited as one of, if not the worst episode in The Simpsons history due to its change 
changing of Principal Skinner's entire character. Even at the end of the episode, the town agrees to wholeheartedly forget the events that have just transpired. The episode was panned, and for the most part, it looks as though the show wants it buried too, even if it really struggled to recover afterwards. But then there are gags like this. While it is actually funny in the context of the episode, I guess, it's a bit of a mixed message. Almost as if the show is aware of its own badness at that point in time. Number 4. Maud Flanders' Voice Change While there are a number of casting changes that have affected the show throughout the years, Maggie Roswell's departure due to her moving to Denver meant that Maud Flanders, along with several other characters, had to be recast. The studio simply would not agree to Roswell's salary request to accommodate the travel to and from Denver. Marcia Mitzman Gavin stepped into the role between 1999 and 2000. This example stands out so much that it seems like the producers opted to simply kill off Maud rather than address the change in voice. In one of the show's early controversies, Maud is knocked off a grandstand by a barrage of t-shirts falling to her death. There is a silver lining though. In 2002, Fox and Roswell reached a new deal that would allow her to record her lines at home. Since then, she has voiced Maud yet again, albeit in flashbacks and as a ghost instead. Number 3. Bart is no longer an 80s baby This was always going to be an issue given that none of the characters in The Simpsons actually age, but you have to think there could have been cleverer ways of keeping the show up to date than retconning the family's origins again and again and again. Some of the strongest episodes of The Simpsons early years included the general backstories of Homer and Marge. These depicted Marge and Homer in high school during the 1970s, with flared jeans and disco, before having Bart and Lisa in the 1980s. Bart was 10 years old by the time the show debuted in 1989, but that 90s show, which sees Homer start up a grunge band because what else is there for him to do these days, firmly establishes that Homer and Marge were childless in the early 90s. Apart from trampling on the continuity of the series, the episode is just also really mean. Neither Marge nor Homer come off particularly well, and it just typifies everything that's gone wrong with the series over the last two decades. Number 2. Flanderization Hey, a change so bad it's now synonymous with The Simpsons forever. Who'd have thunk it? Now for those who don't know, flanderization is essentially when you take a character and boil them down to just one trait. Soon enough, that's all they are, and any element of complexity or intrigue is gone for good. The Simpsons has done this with what I want to say is pretty much their entire cast now. Flanders went from being a godly neighbour with a nice streak to an overzealous geek who spouts off an endless wave of Oakley Doakleys. Moe's whole thing now is that he's literally just suicidal, which is incredibly tacky. Lisa's contemptuous of everyone, Bart's a selfish failure, Marge is, well, Marge is there, and then there's Homer, but I'll get to him in a minute. The Simpsons went from being about well-rounded, fleshed-out characters with funny quirks to grim personality vacuums who serve the same purpose in every episode a long time ago, and that isn't fun to say. And number one, Homer's transformation from dumb dad with a heart of gold to just plain old dumb and mean. Now, okay, I totally see how this could have been covered in the previous entry, but this change above all others exemplifies what went wrong with The Simpsons, and it's probably something the series of showrunners hoped too many people would notice. Now, let's be clear, the Homer of the earlier seasons is not a perfect man, and is prone to the occasional nasty action or just generally bad behaviour, but you can tell it's not always intentional. He's a tit, quite rightly, but he's also one with a heart of gold who you can tell really cares for and is grateful to his family. He gets into wacky antics, but he's ultimately sympathetic because, when it comes to those classic moments of Simpsons emotion, 
He's genuine. He's sincere. The Homer of the later seasons, though, is anything but. He's boisterous, loud, obnoxious, and generally just quite mean. These are all qualities the Homer of yore had too, but the Homer of the last 15 to 20 years is more arrogant and selfish. Like so many others of the Simpsons cast, he's no longer likable. All in all, it's a change the series would probably hope audiences missed when it tries to capture the heartwarming moments of the show's earlier seasons. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.